everything I've been through And everything that I've seen Has turned me into The woman that you see Behind all of the smiles And all your favorite melodies For a fist full of tears Years full of pain Y'all don't hear me Hi, I'm Lana Tally, and you're listening to Virago 24-7. Virago meaning female warrior and 24-7 meaning all day, every day. I bring women on the show from all walks of life, and we talk about anything going on in our lives and in the world. Here you will find everyday growth, everyday healing, and everyday warriors. Hey, 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 everybody. Um, We are back with Monica. So last week we, um, Monica's my sister. And if you want to get caught up, you have to listen to last week's episode about blended families. So we are back um, because we have so much to talk about that we had to do a part two. So um, we're going to continue the conversation um, of our blended family and, you know, interacting with our children and emotional stability and all those fun things. Hey, Monica, thanks for coming back on with me, girl. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So um, I know. So like I said, go back and listen to the episode because I don't want to rehash everything. Um, We touched a little bit on, you know, the step parent part and like the step parent child's relationships. I think that's what we talked more about. So where do we want to start off this week, Monica? What you got? Talking about like our relationships with each other, we hit a little bit on you and I to really bring that's true like, the boys into it. That is so true. Refer to the boys. We're always talking about our brothers. I know, and they're not boys. Like the youngest one, Anthony, he's gonna be thirty-one, thirty-two. Yeah, thirty-two. I'm about to be forty-two. Oh so. my gosh, man! I think he's younger than he is. So we call them boys. Even though they're in um. Yeah, in their 30s. They're they're the boys. They're the boys. Yeah. <laughs> and we're the girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're the sisters. The sisters. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, where do you want to start from that with our, our relationship? Because actually, there's more about us that we, we kind of briefly touched on it last week, where we, um, into like our, our issues when we got older, like out of the house. With the different dynamics, like you and I being the oldest from, from the two, well, yeah, but, but like from the two separate families, like I was the oldest and you were the oldest and then we came together and then you became the oldest. And I think, I think, um, I don't know if I had issues with that per se, like, cause we're so close in age. We're only a year apart that I felt like, oh, she's taking over my position because I was reading some articles it's like sometimes the children will you know feel like their spot was taken and I'm like well I don't know if I felt that but um but I the, hope not because I no, don't feel any kind of way no <laughs> no I don't I don't think I don't think any of us because we're I feel like because we are so close in age it doesn't make a it doesn't feel like oh she's older he's younger I mean even though they're obviously well, Anthony, there is. Anthony's the youngest he is I feel like that he, that was very prevalent. He's so <laughs> yes. we're kind of like equal. And then yes, I am here. He comes. So, so Monica is obviously the older one. And then I'm a year younger. And then Jose's almost two years younger, like less than two years younger than me. 
And then he's a year older than Adam, right? So we're like all squished up. And then Anthony came. So he's 10, you're 10 years older than him and I'm nine years older than him. So that's the where the age difference, like if you can see that. So I remember being teenagers and he's like five, four, and we have to bring him with us. It's like, we have to bring our little rug rat brother to hang out with our teenage friends. <laughs> he was so spoiled. He hates that. Sorry, oh, Anthony. Sorry. Yeah wasn't that's like a big thing well you know have him on and you guys hash that out well you know he and I agree with him I do agree with him I he was spoiled but there was a time um I think when he became a teenager like middle school is where they started really like he didn't have stability um at that time like they moved a lot and then he went to boarding school and they just kind of forgot about him so I think that's what he remembers that's why he says he wasn't spoiled because then they kind of were disconnected from him emotionally and he kind of had a fend for himself so when he says that I think I think that's what he's thinking of he's not thinking of being super duper spoiled when he was like a child like a baby right like he was he came to live with me when he was a teenager yeah so, so up until then, he got whatever okay. he wanted, and we were like, all four of us were the stepchildren, and he was yeah. the cool, he was the one that was created by the both of them. So yes. he was extra special. Their, their love child. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is our baby together, so we will nurture him, and we will love him, and we will show him emotion and care. But yeah, but they kind of fell. I don't know what happened. They just, They got tired. I don't know. No, girl, I, 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 yes. I, I think they got tired. They got tired. Because I'm telling, I'm tired right now. I know, but don't you I'm dare tired. do that to that little baby. When he gets to be a teenager, it's not his fault that you had your first child when you were like a teenager. Well, you didn't, but your, your mom was 19. Your mom was 19 when she had you, right? And then, and then poor Anthony, it's like, yeah, we're tired. <laughs> it's like, he's still being raised. Like he's still, he's, he's not yeah. done yet, guys. So I think that's why he says that. Anyways, that's just all. This is more of a woman platform, but there's certain men that I'll bring on. And you know what? He might have a lot of things to say. Oh, man. I'm sure he will. He's a good talker. All the boys are pretty good talkers. They are, actually. Yeah, we'll see about bringing them on. Right now, we'll concentrate on us. So, So you said last week that, you know, you were very protective of um, Adam. And then I feel like I was very protective of Jose, even though in the household, I didn't feel like I had to protect him because like we said last week, he's the golden child. Um, and so he didn't really, he, he didn't need protection inside the house. It was more outside. And I feel like Jose and Adam got along pretty well. Yeah, I do too. I think they, they had a good bond. Yeah. Well, they were also younger and, and their personalities are not as intense as ours. Like, I thought a lot and I think you did too. We were thinkers when we were younger. And so it's like, yeah, we're kids, but we're the older ones of the family. So I think when you're the older one, you think more, you're not as carefree. And then when you're younger, you're not, you're treated differently. You're not expected to be so mature. And so like, um, we were held to different standards also because we're the older ones. And I think because we're girls, um, I do know one thing that I wrote down here too. What'd you, what'd I you never went to any parties. I no. was never allowed to go to any. None parties. of us were. The I mean, maybe the did. boys did when they got older. Yeah, but yeah. but we didn't. Oh heck, no. 
No parties allowed. Yeah, that is interesting. They did go to parties a little. Yeah, they did. Mm. They got to do all the things. Yeah, we didn't. We, we didn't. And I don't think it has anything to do with a blended thing. I think that has just oh, to do with just, just, that's the difference between <laughs> boys and girls. They're yeah. allowed to do everything and we're not. Mm-hmm. And so crazy. So, okay. So they didn't, they got to go to parties. So this backfired, but then we went off to college and partied oh. <laughs> and had babies at yeah, a young age. <laughs> So it's like, you know, you can't stifle someone's creativity and, 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 and energy because then when they're out of their parents' home, they're going to go whack. Like they're going to go whack. Cussing, man, you you know? did. Like you started smoke. You started cussing more. You started oh, drinking yeah. more and smoking and, and, um, but yeah, but it's like, okay, well we went off and had our kids young and they didn't so that, there you go they got to like you know they got to do their thing and so when they did go to college or whatever they weren't you know it wasn't like a big deal but for us it was like they restrained but us I from doing enjoy. stuff I feel like they had a blast in college like oh for sure they didn't have babies but they were up but, that, but I'm not saying because they were allowed to and yeah. for us there was an expectation of yeah just being a goody goody being the good girl so that backfired. <laughs> so let your kids be kids and communicate with them too. Like with Kaylin. Well, for Kaylin, she didn't go to parties, but now that she's in college. So Kaylin, for those who don't know, she's my 19 year old daughter and um, had her when I was 21. With her, I, it's not like, don't do this and don't do that. I said, if you're going to do this, if you're going to drink or if you're going to do that, do it responsibly, like make good choices, but I'm not preaching the don't do that because the more you say don't do people, they're, they're going to, they're going to want to do it more, you know, or when they have a chance, it's like, and then they're going to be secretive about it too. You know, and that's one thing I think we, we never opened up because we were afraid of what, what was going to come with it. If we were like, Oh, we did this or, you know, like Caitlin tells me so much to the point where I'm like, um, maybe that's not something you share with your mother, like type thing, you know? Oh it's, no, I like welcome it when breathing. No, I do you know, too. Oh, I, yeah. Yes, I get like into it. I'm like, yeah. I think it's cool I'm though, so because but, but it's weird, right? Because we didn't have that. No way we would tell them half the stuff that our kids, but we're open to it and we don't judge them for it or we don't, you know, and not saying that we allow them to do anything. We don't, we're not those kind of parents. Like we'll, we'll put our foot down. And we're like, uh, no. Um, but they know that. That's the thing. They know their boundaries. They know their limits. And um, make good choices. Make good choices. That's my motto. My, yeah. that, that, that's why I say all the time. Make good choices. Don't. Me too. Don't. Um, and they and they do make good choices. Look at them. So proud of our uh, adult children. Yeah, they're adult children because they're 18 and 19. So that's weird to say. But going back to our family, the blended, um, what kind of um, lessons or takeaways would you take from from our relationships together, like to each other? I think our relationships with the boys were were good. I think you and I are complicated. Is that we're just complicating this whole <laughs> blended family thing? Yeah. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. Well, and I think that because both of us were the oldest, right, and because things with our moms weren't super stable. Yeah. So then it was like, oh, here we come together. Mm-hmm. And there's, I'm doing quotation marks, stability. Mm-hmm. It's weird, you know, because there were all these other feelings. And I feel like we had all of the feelings, so the boys didn't have to have the feeling. I feel like 
for me, especially like I felt like, okay, you know, I'll deal with this or I'll accept it or I will smooth it over or, you know, just take charge if you will. And then when it was time for me to go, I was out. You dipped out real quick, girl. You were like, peace, I'm out. Looking back. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I feel like I, I get upset with myself a lot for that. Well, I feel like I, you know, I went off to college and moved to Virginia when I was in that abusive relationship. And Mm -hmm. there were so many things. So I was gone and I feel like I missed a lot of what was happening with you guys. You You didn't, you didn't miss anything. (laughs) I was off at school. That was just like a home base to me. And if I could go anywhere else, I would have, because it was not like, it was not, yeah, you're, you're not missing With out. the boys, especially, you yeah. know, because I, I feel like Anthony has a good idea of who I am and whether that's because he came to live with me for mm-hmm. a while or. And I think, I think I because this- he's kind of, he's like, um, I think he's like the connection between the five of us because he, it's weird because we're all connected, but he kind of like is all of our siblings, like biologically our siblings. So he has a very strong um, connection with all four of us because we are, all of us are his blood relation, if that makes sense. So he does know all four of us in a way that the four of us, the older ones are still trying to figure out sometimes who the four of us are, but he knows because he he's more connected in that way. And I, I think for me with Adam, especially, you know, I I went from like, feeling so protective of him and like he was mine, mm-hmm. you know, he, that was my brother and I was his big sister. So I was going to make sure he wasn't sad ever. Yeah. You know, to, okay, now I'm gone. And I don't feel like to this day, I don't mm-hmm. feel like he and I really know each other as adults. Like we oh. don't. Well then when you left, so for everyone that, okay. So when we say left, I mean, she was 18, she was going off to, <laughs> I mean, it's not like she was like 16 years old. So she, you know, went off to college and I was right behind her. But when you left actually um, to go to college, so going back to the dynamics with the parents and Adam actually wasn't getting along with dad at that time. And so Adam was about, what, 16 years old, I think. And he left. I don't even know if he ever came back to the house. Like he left and stayed with a friend and finished out high school. Then he might have come back, but I know he was gone for a while and was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm leaving. So it's funny that you say that you were his protector because then when you were gone, like he's like, I'm not doing this. And he left. Um, and then around that time, you know, I was going off to college myself. So I was just kind of like, that was like my home base. So it wasn't like I was all in the know of what was going on. Yeah. He's been disconnected from, I think all of us. I think he was like, I'm, I'm dipping out of this family and I'm going to (laughs) go figure things out. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) Poor Adam. That is so sad. Maybe he needs to be on here griping and not us. (laughs) He might, he might, he might have some insight that poor, we don't have. And I feel like that too, guy. you know, oh. I, we know that Anthony feels differently than we do. We've, we've had conversations with him before, mm-hmm. you know, never wanting to hurt his feelings, but he ends up getting pretty sensitive about it just because he's got these different views than mm-hmm. we do. And unfortunately, when we were all together, the last time we were talking about other things, 
but um, I don't know. I feel like all of us would have different differences of opinion. And yeah, I feel like you're 100% right. Like we would all have a different story of of I've living in the same family. Episode, mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, you and I, we were the oldest. Yeah. And then the boys were the middle and then Anthony was the baby. Yes, that's exactly how it is. Uh, yeah. And and I think with our relationships also, um, it's important when with the kids and the blended family. Yeah, eventually we got to a place where we accepted each other as brother and sister. Um, we had to learn that because, like we said last week, it was more of a, um, all right, now we're a big happy family, so love each other. And it's like, well, that that's just not how it works. So I think we've had to learn just to do it because it was expected. Like it wasn't even like allowed to for us to have a journey or a process about it and like, like it was just kind of like get along and if you're not getting along then you're gonna get in trouble like type thing and it's like well yeah let's see it from the child's perspective like it's a lot of change for the child and I think in our blended family it was more about the parents struggling through it like they only acknowledged their feelings and and those feelings were accepted but but with us, it's like, I don't think they ever saw our side, our perspective. Like, this is a lot for us. Like, right. not only are, were you guys living with a stepdad and we're living with a stepmom. And then we're living in another country away from the other parent. And then it's like, well, that's a lot of change for a child. And yeah, there's going to be like some animosity and some and some you know, push back with each other, but also with, with the lack of communication that we spoke on last week, um, pitting the children against each other. And I don't think this was done on purpose, but I feel like the reasons that you and I had issues is because we were hearing things from the other parent. For example, like, I think you were told things that I had said about you and blown up you know, so then you would get about. And so we never even talked about it until years later. Like we didn't talk for how many years? So this happened. This all started when I was about to get married. So I got married at 25. So you can see like how young we were and how not far removed from our teenagers. We like we've never even um, what am I trying to say? We never even like addressed anything because you went off. And then I like we kind of all went separately because we were just happy to be out. <laughs> the house, I guess. We're just happy to be gone. And some of us just were gone, um, you know, and then we had our kids. And so we were just more focused on that. But in that happening, we didn't communicate as much. So it was more of the other, like the parents, our mom and our dad, and like coming to us with certain things because we didn't communicate. So we just took it to heart. Like, oh, well, she said that about me. And first of all, why would a parent go to the child and be like, oh, Monica, uh, this is what Lynette said about you. So that around the wedding time is what stirred things up. Because I remember, and I wrote this down because I'm like, um, we were not talking around my wedding. It was stressful enough. And and there were so many things that were miscommunicated where you thought I didn't want you in the wedding. And and I'm like, I, I just, he just proposed people. He just like, I don't even know. I don't even know where we're getting married. Like, like nothing. Like he had just proposed and all these ideas were being thrown out that she doesn't. And so it was a shit show, people. It was a whole shit show. And so Monica and I didn't talk around that time. But For I remember. Devastating because, yeah. you know, it was us then. Yeah. Right. The parents and yes. we were the kids. And yes. that was our unit. Yes. Right. So you being 
my only sister, mm-hmm. like, well, of course I'm going to be in her wedding and I'm going to be the maid of honor and I'm going to plan everything. And I'm yeah, gonna- but I don't even know where that came from. And so then I got pissed. I was like, oh, fine. She ain't going to be in the- like, where are you? Like, because I think you came at me in a way. I'm like, well, first of all, I haven't even talked to anybody about any planning. And this is weddings bring the shit out of people, like the yeah. crappiest no. part of people out. And I, I don't I, to this day, I don't even remember what your mom told you. But anyways, you didn't like me for it. I got mad and I remember them calling, not just your mom, but Karen and my father called and they were like, you just need to make nice with Monica um, and you need to be the bigger person because she's had a worse life than you. She's had it worse in life than you. And I was remember thinking like, what the hell? Like, what are you guys like? Why are you comparing our life? Like, it's so bizarre. So don't do that to your children, people, because then we turn on each other. Like, what do you mean? She's had a worse life than me. What does that mean? Well, she just has. I don't even know what that meant. And they never really answered because I was like, what are you talking about? Like a worse life? Like we kind of lived in the same house. Like, I don't understand anyway. So that was done. And so that made it worse. That didn't make it better. Cause I'm like, hell no, she didn't have a worse life than me. Like, what the hell does that mean? Jeez. <laughs> so, Step parents. Don't pit the children against each other. Gosh. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine doing that. Honestly. I don't know. That happened. It's a true story. It's a true story. I'm telling oh, I you. Know. That was a couple years of our yeah. lives. Yeah. And, and it's just going back to like, like, I, you know, she, she's your mom, so you're going to believe what she says and you're going to like, you know, like cling to, to whatever. And, you know, you guys have that biological bond and I'm the stepchild, even though we didn't use those words. I mean, I, we're all human beings and you can't tell me that you don't feel differently. You can act all you want, but as kids, we know we're not stupid. Like we know that there's a difference, you know, even when you're acting like, there isn't, and it's okay. You should treat us differently because we're all different personalities going back to personalities. So don't try to act like, um, we should be all treated the same because you wouldn't do that with all, if it was all biological children, you don't do that, but that's what they were trying to do with us or, or lack of like, it's just like, well, we're not going to treat them like anything (laughs) because going back, it shows favoritism. Don't show favoritism things that I despise the most is being compared. I hate that. Oh yeah. I hate that. I never compare myself. I never feel like I'm better or Mm -hmm. I'm worse Mm -hmm. or, you know, everybody has their, their own struggle, their own life, Mm -hmm. their own dynamic. You know, each of our lives now as adults, they're all completely unique and Mm -hmm. so different. And And it's what works for us and our personalities. And right. Yeah. And so in my heart of hearts, it was like, I love her and she's my, my only one. She's my only sister and I'm happy for her. And, and why would she think that I feel anything but happiness, you know, and excitement? Like, because those are, because we were always, because we were always compared and there was always some kind of jealousy. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. So we never felt secure or, or we never, not secure. We just never believed the other person. Like, I don't think you believed 
that I wanted you to be happy and vice versa, like truly, because there was always something getting in the way of that or something kind of showing us like, well, maybe she doesn't, you know, and I think that, um, but no one ever came to our rescue, not that that we needed to be rescued or like, hey, let's get together and let's squash this and like, no, it was like, I feel like the fires were fueled. And I don't know if it's like a personality thing, or a blended thing. I don't know. I don't know if that happens in other families, like kids being pitted against each other. And I'm just going to use that word. That might sound very extreme, but that's how I felt. But there was yeah. there never no resolution. It's just like, suck it up, call her. Because she had a worse life. I'm like, how is that going to make things better? You know? Oh my gosh. I remember feeling so thankful. Like once it happened and I don't know how many hours, I mean, I was in Virginia still. So I don't know how many hours we were on the phone. I know I smoked a lot of cigarettes and I (laughs) cried a lot. I was like, I think, yeah, I think we just, I'm so glad that we didn't like grow up and be like, okay, she's just my stepsister, so I don't have to work on this. And I don't, I never had that attitude before. So I'm glad that never crept in. And, you know, and very easily could have. Oh, that's what I'm saying. And especially when dad passed away, it could have easily, you know, done harm to us and been like, okay, well, that that was a chapter in my my book that I don't have to, you know, revisit. And so I'm very thankful for that because, you know, we have brothers, we don't have, you know what I'm saying? We have biological brothers, but not biological sisters. And so even though we're not blood related, it's nice to say that, oh my gosh, I have a sister. And I'm so happy that we were um, mature enough to to see that let, this is worth working on because it could easily have been like, well, bump that. <laughs> like she causes me right. too much drama. I can't deal with this shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. But it was us. It wasn't the parents that brought it on. It was us being mature enough to be like, let's just work on this. And and I it's feel just, like yeah. still doing that. You know, it's it's like oh yeah, our relationship and growing definitely as and moms yeah. and yes, forties now where it's like okay, cut the shit, cut the shit, and just cut be. Oh, and shit. I think we've learned our how to communicate, just not just to each other, just in general, just in this yeah. world, how to express ourselves in a way where we can say what we need to say without feeling like we're hurting the other person's feelings. And I think we've grown a lot. Like we've grown in a way where we um, um, don't take things personally either. So I think that's been a growth within us. Because I was so sensitive all the time. I always took everything to heart and most of the time took it as a negative. Yeah. You know, even though it was like, oh, this is a huge positive. Like we're actually discussing this yeah. and we're going to, you know, make it better. But for me, it always back then felt like an attack or yeah. like, Same. oh no, I did something wrong or Same. now there's confrontation. Same. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like a shutdown sort of thing. So, well, I think if we had parents that were more emotionally mature, it could have been different. I think things could have turned out differently because if that were me and my family, and I don't have a blended family, and we'll get into that later because, you know, not only were we raised in a blended family, but like we each have our own, you know, blended families now as, as adults. Um, yeah, being emotionally mature to know like, oh my gosh, like these girls are not doing well. Like, let's get them together. Let's like, you know, talk about this instead of 
pouring fuel on the flames. I think that's what happened more often than not. Instead of trying to um, create resolution, it was more like creating more flames. So, um, and separation. Yeah, separation. Like a. Why do you think that is? Competition. Yeah. Why do you like? Why do you think that was? I don't know. I don't know. Because I mean, if you if you look at us, we're completely different. Oh, you know, just, extremely. Not just outward appearance. Like but our just personalities are completely personalities different. Personalities are different. Mm-hmm. Um, the lives of adults. Mm-hmm. You know what what I've gone through is very different than what you have, and. And still, it doesn't matter because you're still my sister. There, there's nothing there that's going to take that away yeah. or to make me feel insignificant, you know, or, or like it's not something that's that's special. Yeah. So, I mean, if nothing else, with all the crazy, I got you from that. So. I know. No, I mean, I think we got we, all five of us got each other from that, and. You know, I feel like we were as adults are learning through that. And I, I kind of wish it could have just happened when we were younger, you know, and I think it just goes back to the parenting styles and, you know, going into another direction is, you know, now that we're adults and we've learned from that, like you have, you touched a little bit on that where, you know, you have your three boys and then now you're married to someone. Well, okay, let's, let's back it up. <laughs> because you have now as an adult, you have so much experience from the whole blended thing. So let's, let's back it up. Okay. Tell us about you from the beginning, because it's very fascinating. <laughs> mine is born. Mine is born. I have like three sentences about mine. So I don't know if you want to go first or I go first. Cause yours is like more to dive into. <laughs> I mean, if you want to do yours first. No, you mine is more like, okay, so I married someone who didn't have children and I came with one child. I came with Caitlin, who's 19. And then Philip and I had two more. So we have Caitlin, who's 19, Khalil, 12, and Corinne, 10. So two girls and a boy. And, um, but when I met Philip, she was one, we were friends, got ma- and then we started dating when she was around three. And then when she was four, we got married. But I think what I took away from it as, okay, now my child has a stepdad. Um, and I always preached, you know, like I told him, cause he didn't have kids of his own. So he doesn't, he doesn't know that he didn't know that kind of love until we had ours together. And then he understood, but I'm like, you'll understand once you have yours, like your right. own blood. Um, but he has accepted her. And in the beginning, I was like, um, mama bear, like, he looked at her sideways. I'm like, why did you look at her like that? What are you doing looking at her like that? It was like, oh my gosh, like what the heck is wrong with me? Like, he's like, I like she's in my home. Like, it's like, I have to, like, you can't be the only one to discipline her. And I'm like, okay, you're right. So I, it's something that I had to get over. Like, okay, I can't expect her to, him to have all these dad duties, like love on her and, and care for her, but then he can't discipline her. So I'm like, that doesn't make sense. So I had to learn that. But um, luckily, you know, I learned to communicate more and her dad, you know, stepped away and went off and did whatever when she was sick. So, you know, she he became her dad and, you know, she's had struggles about her biological father, not necessarily what's happening in the home. So I think I learned from our upbringing to like communicate with her and ask her questions and not pretend that there's not another biological dad out there. Um, You know, just because he's not there doesn't mean we pretend he doesn't exist. So just following up with her, like, Hey, how do you feel? You know, if you ever want to reach out to him, 
let's do it, you know, just kind of every so often kind of coming together and, and not acting like it doesn't exist and that there aren't feelings there because that's when a child internalizes everything like, oh, I'm the only one that's concerned about this and the adults in the family don't care. So I was very, very hyper aware of that. But I think it's been good. She's 19. And, you know, 19 year olds and girls especially have their anxiety and issues. And she's the older one. So she thinks too much. I'm like, I get you, girl. I get you because I'm the same way. But really, it's worked out. And I've learned from that. But I didn't. He didn't come with the other children. So I don't have that, that point of view, but you do. So let's talk about that. Cause that's a lot. <laughs> so where, where do you want to start from the beginning? Man. First came Brayden. First came Brayden. Yeah. His dad is David and he is biracial. So my son is technically a quarter black, even though he just looks half black or David doesn't look mixed. He looks like a, he looks black. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. And you never married him and you never married him, but he had a daughter. Yes. Yeah. He had a daughter and you, uh, and you were awesome with her. I don't know at the time, but I know even now that you're not even with him. You still are, you connect with her and you. Yes. I make her a priority. Yeah. Because that's his sister. In all things, Brayden, you know, she needs to be involved. Yeah. And I. Because they're siblings and you can't pretend that they're not siblings. Right. Just because you're not and with the dad. Yeah. So for me, even though I wasn't married to David, I was still with him. I mean, you had a life. You guys lived yeah. together and you had a life together. Um, I asked Katie, who is Braden's sister's mom. So Braden's sister's Alyssa. Her mom is Katie. And I asked her and her husband if we could talk. And I, I think I was like six months pregnant at the time. And they agreed, which was nice because she and David's relationship was kind of yuck mm-hmm. then, or not existent. And Alyssa's how yeah. much older than Brayden? She was Alyssa, little. Yeah, she was. Alyssa was three or four, maybe four years different. Okay. A four year difference, I think. Okay. Um, approximately. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but it was important. For me to have a relationship with her mom so that when my son was born, he knew his sister. You know, mm-hmm. I, a lot of times when she would come to visit, she, she'd be with me. I'd pick her up. I'd take her home. So yeah. And, and Katie agreed and we had play dates, you know, together, she and I. That's awesome, though. But but you guys had to sit down and communicate. Like if you hadn't yeah. sat down and communicated, it would have never happened. No. So that was mature no. of you at the time because you had Brayden at a young age. So yeah. that was yeah. good. So that was nice. Um, and that worked out. She and I. Even now. Yeah. And, yeah. and Alyssa, um, Brayden's sister, is sweet to me. She's kind to me. She hugged me and told me she loved me at his graduation. Mm-hmm. Well, it goes back to communication and accepting, uh, accepting this child that this person is bringing in. And yeah, uh, you know, it may not be easy, but, but you're communicating and you're open to that. So that's good. Right. Right. And then fast forward relationship over. I marry Maddox's dad, Clayton. So Maddox is. Her second child, he's 12. 
he is 12. Mm-hmm. And yeah, big gap there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they're all like six and seven years apart. Like seriously. So like, you have all different stages. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I get married and he has a daughter also. And of course she has a mom and it wasn't as easy with her mm-hmm. and her mom because of the mom's relationship with my now ex-husband. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never a good one. Um, so it was hard for me to talk to her yeah. or even relate or have opinions. I mean, it was, that was, that was very difficult, but now she and I are friends and uh, Maddox's sister, Haley and I were friends and we talk and, um, but at the time when you were married to, to him, she, you know, she would come over. Um, oh, yeah. And how was that like being the that, step-parent and, and yeah. bonding with her? That was tough. She, she was the only child at mm-hmm. the time. So she was used to having her dad's time and she was daddy's girl. And um, she and Brayden are close in age. Mm-hmm. Like we are, you know, just yeah. a year apart. So we had to establish really early on our family dynamic and our family rules. So what applies to Brayden also applies to you mm. kind of a thing. And that was tough because she wasn't used to it. You know, she was used to getting her way. Brayden was always pretty disciplined yeah. and, you know, very much a pleaser. Mm-hmm. Also. Just like his mama. Uh, yeah. Very well behaved, you know, and she and Brayden are still, you know, friends and stuff and they catch up every now and again on social media or whatever. Yeah. But it was, um, yeah, that was a challenge. And then of course my marriage failed. And so then it's like, you're, you're kind of stuck, you know, Oh, well, she's not mine. So Mm -hmm. do I keep in touch with her? Mm -hmm. You know, the same thing, even though David and I were never married, you know, it was like that with Alyssa too, you know, where's my place? I don't want to overstep. I'm not, you know, I'm not your mother. I'm now your dad's ex. So it's, um, there's a fine line there, but I'm super grateful that I still have relationships with, with those girls. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Cause you don't really have to, I mean, you do have to, because those are your boys, um, parents siblings. or siblings, but, but most people wouldn't, they'd be like, Oh, I'm done with your dad. So peace. <laughs> like, right. like what's the point of, but that's awesome that you've done that. Like, how did you even come to that? Because I feel like if, if I'm wondering if Karen and dad had divorced, like if that would have been the same with us and I don't, and I might, my answer would probably have been no. (laughs) So I think it would have been like out of sight, out of mind. I'm not with him. For me, I never wanted my kids to feel what I felt. Okay. So for me, it was a huge deal to be accepting, to communicate, to show that my heart's big enough mm-hmm. to love both of them, yeah. you know, to ac- accept this one, even though she's not mine, mm-hmm. to care for her and provide for her. And and still, you know, I'll still, like just the other day, I sent Haley a message and was like, hey, I'm thinking about you. And I, I think she was going through kind of a tough time and to let them know that, yeah. okay, you know, yeah, it didn't work out, but you're still thought of yeah that's amazing though because come to my house at any given time that's awesome 
I mean, and I guess when you when you lack something when you're younger, you take that and then it's like, okay, I'm going to do differently. I think that's awesome. Um, and so then when you divorced him, you know, you were single mom for a while and now you're remarried yes. to Adam and you guys have a little boy. Guard for people that don't know. So my life is still up and move, up and move. If you could see the screen, you'd see a bunch of boxes in the background well, because I'm it's crazy so, in the middle of chaos. Well, it's, it's like <laughs> so crazy. This is like a side note, have nothing to do with the topic of blended families. But since we move so much, I always crave stability. And so I found someone who, who, um, Philip moved into the house when he was six and he's 51, you know, so he had so much stability and, uh, and so that's what I've always craved is stability, but it's funny how like, and I'm happy with that. I'm like, I think we, as an adult, I've moved, um, you know, after I married Philip, we had one house and now this is our second house. So I'm like, I love that. But with you, you're like, we're just going to continue on the tradition of moving, yeah. moving, moving. I love that. Keep it going, keep it going. But no, I mean, it's please. funny how we just take, and the boys move a lot too. So I'm like, I think they took away like, Hey, I can move and be okay. And I'm like, Nope, I just want to stay put. I'm hoping this is it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. This is it. And this is our forever home. And I can give stability. I too. Yeah. Their home still. Yeah. Yes. This is their stability. This is their home. This is where we are establishing root. You know, they don't know my family. Yeah. In Ohio. They, yeah. they haven't been around them. So mm-hmm. it, it's like, but they'll then, have, a, they'll have you know, a nice extended family to, yeah. to get to Caution know. Because, it's overwhelming, you know, it can be, especially with Monica has a big family on that side. Like Karen comes from a big family. She's one of six and there's a lot of nieces and nephews and aunts and uncles and cousins. cousins They're having kids. So it's hard to like keep them all in line and who belongs to you and how's this working. Um, I think in the long run, it'll be, it'll be nice to just be put. Um, But that was a never really felt like home. I, I thought about that too. Like when we were going to have this talk, like where, where do I feel at home? And I don't know if it's because we lived in Switzerland the longest or if that's where I did most of my growing up and mm-hmm. developing or whatever. But, you know, to me that always felt like, Ooh, I would love to go there. That felt like, and where I felt most at peace or most of myself, um, I guess I talk about it a lot too. Oh, when I was in Switzerland, this and this and this. Uh-huh. Or just the other day was like, oh, when you were in Switzerland, huh? <laughs> they pick on me. When you were off in Europe. It's weird because when I talk about my life, it's, I, I reference places. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not like I'm trying to brag. Oh, no, of course not. It's just, know. that's the connection and it's, yes. you, you're painting a picture. I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, back in Switzerland. What? You lived in Switzerland? In Sweden? I'm like, Switzerland? Oh, Did you yeah. learn Swiss? Or uh, no, what are they? Swedish? I'm like, okay, I'm first like, of all, American. I'm like, I'm like, I need, I need you to go Google that crap because you're, yeah. you're all over it. I'm not going to, I'm not educating you. But okay, that's a side note. So going back. So now you are married to Adam. And then, so you brought your two sons in. You guys have a child together. He's four. And then he has three children from his previous marriage. Yes. How's that going? Ooh, great day. So is the t- <laughs> this is a tougher one. 
yeah, this has not been easy. And still is thankfully now my relationship with the children is, is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, good as it can be because we don't live in the same home. And um, not even in the same state. Not in the same state. Yeah. No. So that's hard too. Yeah. Uh, their mom is not accepting of me. Mm-hmm. Um, she's never met me person. I can get along and be nice. <laughs> it's hard to people. love the ex. It's hard to yeah. love the ex. <laughs> yes. Yes. But it would be nice if we could communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, if I wasn't like all these horrible names I'm not going to say on your podcast. So, so, so it makes it harder when the adults in the relationship are not being mature for the children. Right. It makes it harder. Right. Yes. So that's, when, that's when what I'm they're saying. Not, and I mean, it, it's usually the dad, you know, mm-hmm. it's in my experience, my two previous experiences, it was the dad that wasn't really, you know, making the effort, mm-hmm. you know, where here it's like the mom and she's making every effort to create hate or yeah division, Hmm. you know, and definitely no love for evil stepmother kind of a Mm -hmm. thing. So the first few times that they came and stayed with us, there was, it was a challenge because they had these opinions of me already kind of like drilled into their mind. And that's going back to not talking badly about the adults in the family. Like that, you don't do that. She, I'm sure to this day. Because then that alters the child and it alters how they see things. And that's not, that's not healthy for no. children to hear bad things and let them, let them come up with their own opinions because kids become adults and we all form our own opinions at one point and just let them, let them see for themselves right. how they should so feel about the other person. It was a, a huge thing to love them more and include them more and to let them see me see how I interact with their younger brother, see Mm -hmm. how, you know, and even that was an issue for, because their mom doesn't acknowledge their brother. Yeah. My my son, you know, there was division there. So I had to try and. And how old are the kids on that? How old are they? So we have a picture of. 17, 15 and going on 10. Okay. And you've been around for how long? Seven years. Seven years. Okay. That's tough, but I encourage you just to kind of keep positive with them. Don't yeah, stoop down no, to her I level do. and talk no, smack and I, about I their mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. I never, you know, because then that that doesn't shine Mm-mm. well on me no, to do that. Of course and not. And still their mom, you know, hate mm-hmm. me, love me, whatever she wants to do. It's still their mother and it's not my place. And plus, I'm not really trying to talk about her. I'm trying to... Connect. Yeah, with you're her, trying to connect with her kids, and thankfully, I mean they love Maddox, so they get so the kids get along. Oh yeah. Oh good. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. They all get along. There's there's no jealousy there. You good. know, we really, just like my kids are all different. His are different too. Mm-hmm. You know, thankfully the boys, his older boys and Maddox, you know, they have that like gaming thing in common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that always that game. always connects people. And I never had a little girl aside from my, you know, stepdaughters previous relationships. So I, you know, do hair and go get nails mm-hmm. done and it's fun to, you know, share those little things, girly things. Yeah. I always. So yeah, it's really. So you're still, you're it. still in the process of it, like with the other two relationships and, and steps, you know, stepdaughters and 
you you can you're removed from it so you can see the lessons and how things are and how but you, so you're right now you're in the middle of it you're still in it well girl you got this you got this because you can learn from like you said like we learn from our upbringing right. what not to do and just hang in there and be patient because you have to remember their kids going through their own emotions and their own you know, stories that they're telling, you know, themselves in their head. It's, you know, who knows how things are in their home. I mean, I don't know. I don't know them like that, right. but, um, well, then that's know, how I feel too. They can probably you come know, and see like, well, I dang, like, shake them, be like, do you not understand? Yeah. Like, what? No, it's, it's hard it's with not. kids. No, yeah. it's going to so just have to be time, just time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully they'll get there, but just be patient with them. Cause you want it, you don't want to, you specifically don't want to alter how they see, no. you know, the world because no. of the adults in our family. And anyways, My daughter says she loves me. That's, that's important. See, there you go. That's yeah. sweet. So see, look at us, look at us maturing and growing. I love it. Oh, Monica, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. I think, um, We've talked about these things in like bits and pieces, never in one big, you know, conversation, two hour conversation like this. So I feel like it's been it's been therapeutic for me because I these are things that I've already kind of dealt with on my own. So I'm hoping that you, you know, this is a process and a start for you to open up and. I thought I was going to be crying. Honestly, I was I like, know. ready. I've got tissues over there. So it was, oh, yeah, we can keep talking. Really nice. We can keep talking so crying. you can cry. Yeah. But <laughs> because really, you know, it was emotional to sit there. Maybe I processed it really, really as I was writing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking we're not going to get answers for how, why, or why things were. And I think as we get older, I think a lot of adults want those answers. And so we kind of hold on to it and we just create some anger and just in anything, not just even like to stop talking about the blended thing, just in general, just anything in our lives. We just want these answers. And you know what? Sometimes we're never going to get them in this lifetime. So we just have to learn to change our insights and not worry about what has happened or the external like we have to learn to just love ourselves enough to just be like, you know what, we're just going to move forward and create new memories and, and just leave the past in the past. And so that's what I've learned through all of this because girl, you don't even know all the pent up anger I've had. And, and so I knew I wasn't going to cry because I'm like, I've already made peace with all of it and I've throwing it away. It's all gone. It's like, let's move forward with the sibling relationships that I have with the four of you and keep it moving and keep it strong and, you know, have our kids grow up together and know each other and just know that, you know, they're loved and they see us loving each other and we just have to be a good, you know, role models for them to see like, okay, they're not blood related, but look at how they interact and how they love each other. And, you know, we're not all blood cousins, but we never say, hey, this is your step cousin. We never use those words right. like this is your cousin. No. And they all look so different, too, because, you know, we're all different. Our, our kids are all different shades and, you yes. know, the boys and their kids. So it's funny. We don't it's like this is your cousin. That's it. Bottom and line. I feel like that's something that, hey, applaud to us because yeah. 
race was never like a thing. Never. So did we make any kind of separation? Oh, this is my half brother. Never. He's got some black in him. Oh, no. you know, Puerto Rican, Dominican. <laughs> Unless oh. people ask or they'll just look at you like, wait, what, uh, how, like what? It's like, let's explain. It's a two second. I remember that one time we had totally convinced these people. I think they were, it, it was two females that we were twins. But I don't remember, do remember that. that. No. Oh my, gosh. Oh my gosh. Girl, yes. And those were the funnest moments when we just tried to mess with people. Oh like, my You'll never figure it out. You will never figure it out unless we explain it. And no. so then we were like, no, we're twins, really. Nuh-uh. Yes, <laughs> totally. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We no are. kind of way. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, for those, since this is... You can only hear our voices. I'm going to post, I'm sure people are curious to see like what we look like. So I'm going to post a picture of us. And um, I have a blog also that's connected to the podcast where I'll just go on and, you know, put additional things and um, in word. But um, my blog is virago247 um, and it's uh, wordpress.com. So it's uh, virago247.wordpress.com. And um, I'm going to post a picture of us so you can see that we look <laughs> like twins. We're, we look so much alike. Actually, I'll post a picture of the boys too. Um, so you can see our happy blended family. It's happy now and we're still working on it. So it's been a pleasure again, Monica. Love you, girl. And I'll have you on for other future topics because it's fun talking to you. But I'm going to leave you with this quote. You can tell who the strong women are. They are the ones you see building one another up instead of tearing each other down. And that's what we're trying to be. So love you, girl. See you on the next show. Bye. Everything I've been through and everything that I see Turn me into the woman that you see Behind all of the smiles and all your favorite melodies Worlds fistful of tears, years from the bank